This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, two agencies launch a 100-day effort to improve the cybersecurity of the electrical grid. Another warning about a possible cyber weakness for federal agencies. And a bill to create a cyber branch within the State Department gets the go-ahead from the House. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Energy Department and the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency are leading a new 100-day effort to improve the cybersecurity of the electrical infrastructure. The White House says Energy and CISA will work with private sector providers and experts to develop aggressive but achievable milestones that will assist owners and operators in modernizing cyber defenses. This includes enhancing detection, mitigation, and forensic capabilities. This new initiative is the latest of several over the last decade. In 2019, Energy invested $28 million in research and development of next-generation technologies to improve the cyber resiliency of the electrical grid. CISA is telling federal IT officials to fix yet another large-scale cyber vulnerability by the end of this week. CISA issued an emergency directive last night telling agencies to find and patch any instances of Pulse Secure Connect that they have running on their networks. Unpatched versions of that VPN product include security flaws that could let hackers get access to federal networks. The House passes a bill that directs the State Department to stand up a new bureau focused on international norms for cybersecurity. The Cyber Diplomacy Act requires the department to create a Bureau of International Cyberspace Policy led by an ambassador with the same rank and status as an assistant secretary of state. Congressman Jim Langevin, one of the bill's sponsors, says the legislation would give the department the tools needed to identify, attribute and respond to cyber incidents more quickly. House Democrats target long-term vacancies for agency inspector general jobs. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more on that. The IG Independence and Empowerment Act would require the president to notify Congress if he hasn't nominated an IG within 210 days of a position becoming vacant. There are more than a dozen agency IG vacancies without a presidential nominee. The CIA hasn't had a permanent inspector general in more than six years. The Defense Department and the Office of Personnel Management haven't had permanent watchdogs on the job in more than five years. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Interior's Bob is the latest in a growing move toward bots. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. NASA started with George Washington, GSA launched Truman, now the Interior Department has Bob. Bob is Interior's first robotics process automation effort to automate and relieve the burden of performing contract closeout processes. Over the last year, Bob the Bot went from pilot project to full production after a quick success. Now Interior is looking to expand the use of bots across other business and mission lines. The agency also is starting to pilot different artificial intelligence tools and blockchain software to continue to move employees away from tedious, low-value work. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The FBI is the latest agency to name a chief diversity officer. Longtime FBI Special Agent Scott McMillan will lead the Bureau's Office of Diversity and Inclusion. The FBI created the office back in 2012, but it's the first time the Bureau has had a designated chief diversity officer. McMillan started his career at the FBI back in 1998 and has had several roles since then. He led the Bureau's Black Affairs Diversity Committee. That committee created programs to improve minority recruitment, retention, and engagement at the FBI. 
The FBI is expanding its footprint in Huntsville, Alabama. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Bureau says it'll streamline training programs and consolidate some operations through two new campuses at the Redstone Arsenal. At least six buildings are in the design stage or under construction today. They'll eventually accommodate 3,400 FBI employees and will provide training to 2,000 more by 2025 or 2026. The FBI has almost 900 employees who work in Huntsville today. The Bureau says the new campus will also bring in new talent from the region. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Coronavirus is still taking a toll on military medicine. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. The Defense Health Program, which provides medical care for nearly 10 million people, is facing a $673 million deficit. The Defense Department's top medical official says that number will balloon to more than $1.8 billion by the end of the year. It could be even bigger than that after DOD assesses how much its joint COVID responses with FEMA will cost. The shortfalls stem from extra cleaning and protective gear used during the pandemic. DOD says it's looking internally to make up for the deficit. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Defense Department is prepared to increase the number of COVID-19 vaccination doses overseas. The Pentagon says it expects to receive nearly 400,000 vaccines a week, more than double the current amount. The influx in shots will help DOD ship more vaccines to inoculation sites in 35 countries. The vaccines will go to lower-priority DOD-related beneficiaries in about 90 military treatment facilities outside of the U.S. And Veterans Affairs Financial Management System Replacement Project gets its temperature taken, and it's a bit under the weather. Here's Federal News Network's Tom Temin with more. It might sound ironic, but the VA's financial system project would benefit from better cost and schedule estimates. The work to replace a 30-year-old core system started in 2016. Limited implementation at the National Cemetery Administration started last November. But VA says the project won't be finished until late 2027. Government Accountability Office auditors credit VA with some good IT management practices, but say that timeline and the $3 billion cost estimate are both suspect. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. celebrate the holidays but you you dominate the holidays you deck the halls the mantle and anything else that will stand still you deserve a bold cold brew that's as festive as you topped with creamy cookie butter cold foam covered in cookie butter crumbles and perfectly pairable with our new cookie butter donut duncan's cookie butter cold brew is a delicious match for your decked out domination america runs on duncan present participation may vary limited time offer terms apply